Welcome to Event Up, the place where people enthusiastic about events stay in the know on the latest trends within the events industry. Live, hybrid, and virtual experiences. From virtual events to conferences, award galas, and everything in between. Here's your host, Amanda Ma. Hello, welcome to Event Up. In this episode, we will be discussing the state of industry, current styling trends, and everything in between. Today, I'm so excited because I'm joined by Christine Bartanian with Jay for All Seasons Collective Inc. She's super dynamic, so I can't wait to bring her up to kind of share a little bit about her background. She was used to be a civic engineer and attorney who turned personal style expert Christine Bartania is the founder of Jay for All Seasons Collective Inc. in Newport Beach, California. Jay for All Seasons dresses its clients for their personal and professional lives, in person and virtually, making daily style effortless. Christine's passion is unveiling the inner confidence of those she serves by making them feel great in their outfits for their everyday image and workplace style. She specializes in the development of signature styles that are aligned with personal brands. As an image consultant, she focuses on everything that goes into brand alignment. She has served on the FIDM Museum Council and has been featured in multiple publications, including Newport Beach Magazine. Recently, and because of the most workforce is working virtually, she created a series of offering called Waste Up Wardrobe. This includes the Waste Up Wardrobe podcast and show. She was inspired to start Jade and Waste Up Wardrobe to build ease into the lives of entrepreneurs who do it all, allowing their brands and image to shine. And you guys can't see her, but she looks fabulous. You could tell she's a stylist. I was kind of saying, ooh, a lot of pressure today because I'm interviewing Christine, so better dress up and step up my game. But let's jump right in. Welcome to our show, Christine. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda, for having me. It's a, it's a great honor. Thank you. Well, let's go ahead and get started about how you got started within this industry. I'm sure a lot of listeners wants to know. Yeah. So as you mentioned in my bio, thank you for that beautiful introduction. I was former, formerly practicing law. I was an engineer before that and then a lawyer. And then I ended up staying home to raise my kids uh, for 10 years. And during that process, what I realized is that so many women that were my peers, you know, as raising children, um, working in and out of the home, you know, serving our communities, we kind of lost track of our own self-care. It was like we, it was okay to dress up the kids that they look great, you know, take care of uh, the house and take care of our jobs outside of the house and volunteer and all these committees, but then we would put ourselves last on that list. And so because of that, I was inspired to really inspire other women to sit and tell them, no, you need to take care of yourself too. You can, you know, self-care, up-level your image so that you can feel really great inside um, and still do all these amazing things and wear all these hats that you wear. And so with that inspiration, I decided to 
create uh, my company, Jade for All Seasons, which focused on helping women outfit themselves, creating wardrobe for them that uplifted their emotional vibrations and made them feel as beautiful as they really deserve to feel. And that's how I got started. I love that. Such a great purpose and, you know, the why behind it. That's I think that's phenomenal. So what is something, you know, given that we had the pandemic last year, what is something that you're very proud of professionally that took place recently? Yeah. So, you know, I had been working as a personal style expert and image consultant for about, you know, seven and a half years when our pandemic year hit. And most of my clients, they're used to getting styled by me head to toe. And many of them, you know, continued that. But then they realized very soon when everything shut down and we all ended up working from a virtual office that they weren't really needing to be styled head to toe very much anymore. And, I, and, and they were kind of neglecting how they were showing up on camera. And again, I got inspired again to tell them, no, you have to show up professionally on camera. And I get it. I get that you're not being, uh, you're not having to dress head to toe, but how about let's get you dressed head to waist. And what ended up happening is my waist up wardrobe subdivision was born that became a podcast and also became, gave birth to all these offerings that I offer my clients. So Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast that I've recorded 50 episodes in right now about how to show up for the camera looking very professional so that you can be received very well by your audience because you have to put your best face forward on camera. And that really has been my most proud um, feature of my business that I, you know, that happened recently in this last year. And I, love I had an opportunity to check out one of the episodes and I love how you transform one of the lady in terms of her space virtually, not only transform what she wore, but also her background. And it just looked completely different because you're right. People tend to neglect because they're at home and they're thinking, oh, well, I'm at home. So they dress like they're at home. But when you get on the virtual meetings and all these events, guess what? People are looking how you're being presented. Right. And that's our only way to judge you based on this little one little zoom frame here. Absolutely. That's 100% right. You know, what surprised me too is professionals showing up so less than professional on camera. You would find people showing up with unmade beds in their background. I mean, I don't even want to be in anybody's bedroom, whether it's made a made bed, bed or not, because it's just, it's such a private space, right? And, and the truth is that people were just not used to working from home the way we actually ended up working from home. So it was hard and it took some practice. But many of my clients really, they, um, they, they, they ask me to help them convert their background into a background that tells their brand story. Uh, it's so important. I view your background as a billboard. It's this opportunity you can use to tell your story from a brand standpoint that you wouldn't otherwise have. You have this, you know, this space that you can convert that says something about what you do or how you do it. And why not take the opportunity to do that? So maybe I think it's a great opportunity. You want to share a little bit about your background? Because, you know, for those, so we could describe it a little bit for those that are joining us via podcast. 
Absolutely. So, you know, this is, again, part of what I do as a result of um, creating the waste up wardrobe subdivision of my business. And uh, many of my clients will hire me to design and style their background. So if you look at my set, uh, I have mannequins in my background. I have, um, you know, things that allude to what I do, clothes, accessories. Um, it has little, there's some depth per perception in that the way I've staggered my mannequins. I have a room divider behind me because behind the room divider is all my racks. I don't necessarily want to showcase, but they're there and I am in a limited space. So people often wonder, well, I have such a small space. I have nowhere to do this. Believe me, I have created studio sets in little corners and cubbies uh, where people live. So it is not impossible. It just takes that creative eye. And it looks beautiful. I love what you said about the brand, you know, but visually so that people can kind of tell like, oh, this is what they do, right? Even our background is very intentional. Our team set this up. They put our awards, they put our orange color, like this is all very intentional, but to make sure it's a professional visually, you know, it's like presented to the world. <laughs> A hundred percent. And that's exactly right. You know, putting up your awards, putting up things that, you know, our conversation piece about your business, you know, um, I've created dual sets, uh, which means that some clients of mine, they want to have a dark background and they want to have a light background. So what we've done in that instance is we had one side of the desk uh, behind that, it's a, a darker background. Then they they switch their chair to the other side, and they have another background. So there's so many creative opportunities um, to really showcase uh, what you do and how you do it. I love it. Actually, there's someone that I know. She has the whole frame with backdrops, so she actually changes because every time I talk to her, I'm like, "How come you have a different backdrop again? Like, is that virtual?" And it's all not. She just got a bunch of back different backdrops, so it's really fun very creative. And that's, that's kind of the idea. I mean, that's something that you want to be able to tell people about who you are, for them to see you create a background that is aligned with your brand or interesting, says something about your personality too. And you know, we, we get, we have to get to know somebody through the camera. Unfortunately, when we're working this way, it's harder to do. So that's a great way to speak your brand without actually using words. Thank you. And Christine, where do you see the trends in terms of the fouling is heading for 2021, 2022? Yeah, so in general, if we're talking about trends and styles for for attire, um, you know, there it's so interesting how the pandemic year, the year of being uh, left to work from home has actually impacted fashion. It's very surprising. Um, maybe not so surprising, but it's interesting at least. So, you know, we, we got used to being in comfort clothes when we are at home, even as we worked. <clears throat> it's something that, you know, as I spoke about waste up wardrobe and, and, and really did my trainings in waste up wardrobe, it was more about how you style yourself very professionally waist up and, you know, waist down, you could be wearing your pajama bottoms and your bunny slippers and it, you know what, you're totally fine. But as a result of being in these comfortable clothes, Lows, the trends have really shifted. Even as we transition back to the workplace, you're seeing a lot of sweatpants being paired with blazers. We're seeing uh, things like hoodies being paired under blazers. You know, a lot of 
uh, comfortable clothes in cottons and jerseys really being taken up leveled a little bit to not look um, like home clothes, but to look a little bit more elevated. But still, there's this kind of this comfort feel to them, this weekend or the oversized feeling. We're also seeing a lot of puffy sleeves and big sleeves that isn't, isn't so much what, you know, what the, the, the virtual world brought us, but that is another trend that's really growing. And um, there's a lot of just understanding that, you know, places that used to be, workplaces that used to be very formal are shifting a little bit. They're shifting to a more comfortable, maybe a more business casual feel. So those are some of the trends we're seeing as we transition back into the work force. Will the formal formal ever come back? You know, in some arenas it will, and in some arenas it will never go away. Like in the legal field, you'll never be able to show up in front of a judge uh, with sweatpants, <laughs> you know? So, so, you know, it really depends on the line of work you're in, but a lot of big companies are really um, moving the needle to more of a business casual look. That's so great. I, you know, not to um, just recently, we actually did an in-person event and I would say our clients were wearing those super skinny heels and literally after an hour, she's like, it's killing me. So she was so smart because she actually brought flats. So she yep. changed into the flats. And I've been hearing a lot of that from different clients. Yeah. Right? They're like, my fees count because we are so used to wearing slippers. If you guys check out Christine's website, she's wearing these adorable white rabbit slippers with her pajamas on the bottom, but she looks great waist up, right? Therefore, her waist up wardrobe podcast. But it's so true. Like your body is readjusting into society mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, uh, mentally and physically, we're really, it really impacted us. Being f a full year working in a different way has caused us to really start doing different things and having different habits. Uh, but now we're transitioning back. And, and the reality is, even though we are going to be going back to normal in a lot of arenas, it's never going to be the same. And the virtual wor world and the way of working virtually is actually not going to go away because companies have realized that, wow, this can be very convenient for employees. I can have, I can have employees all over the world, all over the country that can um, sink in virtually. I can, you know, I can save money on rent because I don't have to house my clients and empl my employees, excuse me, all in one place. And so even though we are going to go back in many ways, there's going to be a lot of hybrid types of working spaces and a lot of things that are maybe just be, remain virtual. Well said. So are there any additional pro tips, Christine? I'm sure you have lots in your hat, but for in terms of event styling and background styling? Yeah. So, you know, especially when you're putting on events like the line of work that you're in, Amanda, you know, you want the people that show up virtually to really be professional. And sometimes you as the leader, you understand how important it is to be show up professionally. But sometimes the people that you might hire or vendors or some might not understand how important that is. So one of the tips I have, especially if you're leading or coordinating, or if you are, you know, um, a company leader is really educate your, you know, people that are like your agents that are going to show up on camera, let them give them those tips. You know, you had a tip sheet for those who show up on your um, on your podcast of like what to think about before you show up. I think just instructing people is really important because sometimes they just don't know. 
They don't know how to show up um, on camera looking professional. From a clothes styling perspective, I always say if you don't know what to wear on camera, stick to solids. Solids is a really, really good um, default. And stick to colors that are, um, you know, the jewel tones, the, those saturated rich tones um, always look good on, mo on uh, most skin types and most, uh, um, most people, and they look really great on camera. And the reason you think about what you're wearing for the camera is that you really don't want to be distracting the audience from what you're saying. You want them to focus on the message. So you have to have everything else be in harmony. So does patterns, patterns no good? Patterns are not a good option for the camera. You stay away from patterns completely. Uh, just, you know, think about if you're gonna gravitate to something or create a camera closet, which I call, uh, think about the emerald greens, the the blues, the, uh, you know, the blue reds, not the orange reds, but the blue reds, not the bright colors, because those are very sharp. I also always recommend you stay away from black. Black can be very harsh on camera and um, and bright, bright whites because bright whites almost look like an overexposed light. And that kind of is very distracting. So the, with those basic guidelines in mind, um, you really, you can't lose. There are some other guidelines, but those are the basics. Just remember no black, no bright white, saturated, rich jewel tones are the best for the camera. No black, no white, saturated jewel tones. Got it. <laughs> All right. Team, did you write that down? Everybody, did you write that down? And no patterns. So no helpful. patterns. No, no patterns. No, no patterns. patterns. Yeah. yeah. And how about in terms of background? Like both you and I are using a real background. We're not using a virtual background today. What's your thought and advice in terms of virtual background? Yeah, so I feel very strongly about virtual backgrounds and I personally, I don't like them because they do, they look exactly like that. They look like a virtual background. Everybody knows that's not a real background behind you. Now, sometimes you are, you have to use a virtual background because maybe you're at a hotel, maybe you're in a place where you're not normally, you're not in your regular, you know, a virtual office. And, and in those cases, you know, you don't have a choice and a virtual background is completely acceptable. But the reality when it comes to virtual backgrounds is that they are, um, they can be distracting because they, you know, depending on what you're wearing, they can key out certain colors and then you get this weird kind of dazzling effect for the camera. And there's a psychological um, thought that what are you hiding behind that virtual background? Um, the viewer thinks about, oh, I wonder what that person's hiding. And so that's a very interesting statistic that I learned of. So, you know, if you have to use a back, a virtual background, that's fine. But if you're working out of a virtual office most of the time, I really recommend putting some time and thought and energy into styling a background, setting a stage um, that is aligned with your brand. It's this billboard, this opportunity to, to, to speak your brand um, in another way. And so why miss out on the opportunity? I love what you said about the virtual background because it's really true. We actually work with a few entertainers and literally because they were in the hotel, they had to use green screen. But then if their internet was not clear or was not fast enough, I mean, they were literally going in and out and they look like they're like in the clouds. Yeah. And then yeah. there are some clients who literally have to send them ring lights, green screen, you know, all the things to make sure they look really good. Because like you said, people just need a little bit more, you know, some a 
a lot of these pro tips to make sure they look really good and show up nicely in front of the camera. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's uh, you know, the green screens are great, but the, if you don't use a green screen well, it really it 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 can be negative almost. Where do you think in terms of the industry is headed, especially as the world starting to reopen up? So are you seeing a lot of clients still asking for the virtual styling or is it more in-person? Where do you see this going? Yeah. So I, before the pandemic even hit, I was working virtually. I, I would style people and work in their closets virtually. So I, for me, I was used to it in some ways, right. To, to work from, um, from this virtual space, but I do see things, even though we're transitioning back into the, you know, traditional world, I see how the virtual ability to work has expanded the horizons of companies and um, entrepreneurs in ways that we didn't have before. People that didn't used to work virtually and didn't connect virtually and didn't have the reach that they had now have a reach farther than they ever would have dreamed of. You know, I'm doing speaking engagements in other countries on other continents. And, um, and I probably would not have had the opportunity if I didn't um, have waste up wardrobe and had that push to pivot during the pandemic. Uh, so, so where I see things going is that there's definitely going to be a lot of things that will go back to normal, but you're going to find hybrid virtual workspaces, people who are working partly virtual and partly in the office. And then there are going to be companies that are really going to manage a team virtually and really be satisfied with that. It seems to be, um, you know, a win-win for the employee and the employer in some respects. So in those cases, I think the trend is really going to be, um, you know, uh, staying virtual. So, you know, and and you just don't know. We, I don't know how it's all going to unfold, but this idea of working virtually has really amazed people as to the opportunities that have opened up. Definitely. I would say last year, the event industry was completely disrupted. Yeah. Like, cause we're in the business of in-person human to human connection. And when pandemic hit, we really had to think of what's a solution we could provide to our client. And then that's why we pivoted to doing virtual. And it's been pretty amazing how, you know, so creative people are, or it really pushes the boundary. Like, you know, cause sometimes we're just doing meetings like this or webinars like this or events, but you're thinking, okay, how can I increase the engagement? How can I increase their interactivity? And how can I increase that connectivity? Also, like we have to hit all of those, right? And even our team were completely working remotely for all last year. And just recently we started doing hybrid. So testing that out. I don't think we'll ever go back to in-person completely, but because of the work we do, we still need to, you know, be in person and collaborate in that capacity. But we'll see. You know, yeah. I think what's great about that came out through the pandemic is definitely pushing the boundary of creativity and people. You're right, because last year was our first year that we got a client internationally in Canada. Yeah. So that was really fun, you know, versus and then we even have people that attended our conference normally only in California. Now they're coming all over the United States. Yeah, I mean, that is, yeah, that is the opportunity that's opened up for so many companies. And, and so if there, if, if the pandemic and going virtual seemed like, um, like a challenge, it actually had some really great silver linings.
sure. Now I don't want to drive to all the meetings. <laughs> I know. Especially California traffic. You know what I mean. You're in Newport Beach. Yes, exactly. LA traffic is a whole other ball game. Yeah. We did an event Beverly Hills. It took an hour, which is pretty normal. But, yeah. you know, having been virtual, it's like an hour each way. That's two hours of my life, right? That's right. So, that's right. Mentality. So, Christine, what's next for you? Yeah, so um, I'm just so thrilled and excited. I mean, the my overarching business of Jade for All Seasons, it, it was, uh, you know, the core of it was always about image consulting and styling the visual image of my clients, you know, how to dress, how to dress for the camp, how to dress for the stage, how to dress for client interactions, uh, how to dress for every day, really, and then creating signature styles around that. With Waste Up Wardrobe, I added the suite to my business, which is everything about how to show up on camera, um, looking and putting your best face forward, um, including not just the clothes, but the background, the hair, the makeup, all the things that go into really showing up with a great image. And I also have another suite of my business where, which focuses on brand styling. So, you know, styling my clients' businesses, logo design and website layout. I'm not a developer, but I'm a designer. So I design the looks to align with everything together. So what's next for me is really getting really dialed in on housing all these suites in um, in the overarching company and really being very clear about that my work isn't solely about styling your visual image. It's really about life styling for the entrepreneur. It's styling everything um, that's important to the entrepreneur, their visual image, their online presence, and everything that they put out there on, you know, in the world, all the materials that they put out. So um, just rebranding right now, that's what's going on. I'm rebranding under, you know, this, this house of jade that I'm creating and really, really excited about the growth and, um, and, and the opportunity that I got to have um, as a result of, you know, of, of the shift and the pivoting that I did. That's incredible. You guys definitely have to tune into our podcast and check out her website. She even have different packages that help, you know, her clients just dress up for success. And like she said, I love what you said, lifestyling. Yes. Right? Lifestyling. I was like, woo, light bulb moment right there. <laughs> like, I need to give her a call. I just dress for work. What's lifestyling? That's amazing. And then, uh, Christine, what's the best way for our audience to get in touch with you? The absolute best way for people to get in touch with me is through email. And my email is Christine with a C-H at Jade, J-A-D-E for the word for F-O-R all seasons, Christine at Jade for all seasons. And uh, my website is also Jade for all seasons.com. And it's a, it would be a pleasure to, uh, if you reached out to me, I'm happy to, to talk to you about everything that goes into really styling your brand. Incredible. Thank you so much, Christine, for joining us today. And for those of you that are tuning in, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to her. I met her several times. She's always so generous in terms of her time and just always giving out pro tips. You know, reach out to her, check out Jade of All Seasons. And she's just in Newport Beach, California, which is really close. Thank you for tuning in today for another episode of Event Up. If your company is looking to level up your event experience, 
we do all the work, you take all the credit, feel free to reach out to our team. Don't forget to share and like more episodes and we'll chat with you next time. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time on Event Up.